to the podcast of Unity Fort Worth. In it, you'll hear this week's message and meditation. If you'd like to hear and see the complete service, you can always find it at unityfortworth.org or on the Unity Fort Worth Facebook page. Unity Fort Worth focuses on positive and practical Christianity with a willingness to explore the entire world of religion and spiritual thought. Unity Fort Worth streams live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Thanks for listening to the Unity Fort Worth podcast. Good evening and welcome to this very special Good Friday service. Tonight, our platform chair team, guest readers, together with Jean-Marie, will present to you Jesus Christ's last seven words based on the metaphysical interpretations provided by our spiritual leadership team. Mixed in with some contemplative music, we proceed quietly and with ease. So please sit back and enjoy as we begin our first song, Return Again. Good evening. Let us pray. Tonight, as we come together for this special Good Friday service, we commemorate the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, which in many ways is seen as something sad, something mournful to experience. And yet, in unity, we believe it's quite the opposite. We recognize that in crucifixion is our ability to let go of anything, anything at all that no longer is aligned with who and what we are. So in many ways, it's a celebration. It's a celebration as we are leaving the bondage of Egypt, just as the Israelites did in Exodus. 
It's a celebration to prepare from tonight until Sunday the new, the new that is arising within us so that we can resurrect into the beauty and glory that we already are. So in prayer, we affirm that we are much more than the limitations that we often see upon us and others. We see the bright light and the shining truth come through, through us and everyone. And so we let go as we crucify what no longer serves so that we may learn to resurrect what is true. And so it is. Amen. Sometimes I wonder, is God really there? Can you take the pain away? Why no answer to my prayer? I am feeling so alone, I don't know what to do. Are these the questions? that Jesus also knew. At night in the garden, when he knelt down to pray, did he feel some of the same fears that I'm feeling here today? And I remember Comfort me when I lift my cup 
Tonight is a special night. We are celebrating one of the most important Christian holidays, reminding us of the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, leading to his resurrection on Easter. In unity, we believe that the story of Jesus' crucifixion is a symbol of our ability to crucify or let go of what no longer serves us so that we may resurrect into a new, higher self. As such, the Easter story is one of waking up to our true divine nature, which is met with much joy and celebration. Tonight, we're giving us the gift of remembering who and what we truly are to actively engage in our spiritual process over the next three days. This special service was put together last year during the pandemic by our licensed Unity teachers, Denise Teague, Pamela Seibert, my wife Elaine Schweitzer, and myself. It was our last online-only service before we came back in person on Easter, concluding our year-long absence from the sanctuary. Tonight, our platform chair team will step in to present each word in honor of our spiritual leadership team who continues to hold calm and ease for our community. For more than 40 days, we have prepared ourselves for this journey. As we either picked up or let go of something during our Lenten season, now is the time to enter the realm of all possibilities to reap what we sowed and share our learning and gifts with our community. So welcome to Unity Fort Worth. Sit back, carefully listen, and enjoy. The crucifixion of Jesus Christ represents a significant part of the creative process in which we are all involved. The entire Easter season is part of that same process. With crucifixion, we represent the letting go of what no longer serves us to get ready for what is to come, hopefully something that is meaningful and uplifting in our lives and that of others. The resurrection, then, is the bringing about what is new after having rested in a place of unchange to give us a moment of silence to get ready. What is stretched out over three days in our traditions is essentially happening in every moment of our lives. And we are responsible for directing this creative process 
in ways that are supportive, kind, and meaningful. Tonight, we commemorate Jesus' last seven words, which are more than just seven words, but phrases with great significance. As we contemplate each word, we are inspired by the music from our music team. Enjoy. Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Luke chapter 23, verse 34. When Jesus Christ says these words, he has been hung on the cross between criminals because the Jewish priests, leaders, and people demanded his crucifixion. Co-founder of Unity, Charles Fillmore, wrote in the revealing word that crucifixion is crossing out eras in our consciousness that have become fixed states of mind. This crossing out is the forgiveness aspect in Jesus Christ's words. In unity, we learn that we are the activity of God principle. There is no supreme being outside of us doing the forgiving. Therefore, Jesus Christ's words would then make sense as, in principle, I forgive them. And what is the act of forgiving? Again, the revealing word says that forgiveness is a process of giving up the false for the true. So, in principle, we are releasing the false and embracing what is true because they don't know what they are doing. And what are they doing? Judging the Christ, denying the Christ, attempting to extinguish the Christ light? When we deny our divinity and attempt to suppress it, aren't we paying, pay, pay, playing the victim? Is there a they outside of us that we're pointing to? When we see this happening, we are reminded to cross out or let go of the victimizing of our true self. We need to remember the truth and consciously step into the activity of the God that we are. Let us then affirm in remembrance of God's words, I forgive and let go to embrace what is mine to do. Together, I forgive and let go to embrace what is mine to do.
truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Luke chapter 23, verse 43. Here are the events about which these words were spoken. Jesus is on the cross with the two thieves on either side of him. One is mocking him, asking him who has such power to save them all. Jesus does not respond. But the other thief asks in all humility, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus then says to the second thief, truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. When we come from a place of victimhood, much like the first thief, God is silent to us. This is because we are unable to hear, see, or intuit God's self because we're so caught up in the busyness of our lives. But when we come from a place of humility and openness, like the second thief, we recognize our inherent divinity and allow ourselves to express it consciously. We always have the choice. We can choose to see our past errors and come from a place of anger, victimhood, and resentment. Or we can choose to see our past errors and awaken, be humble in our vulnerability, and open our awareness to our divinity for self-guidance. Charles Fillmore interpreted paradise as a state of high spiritual consciousness. So Jesus was saying that today you will be with me in this state of high spiritual consciousness. Today, in this moment, as we let go of the past, we can move into a new day, enlivening it to all possibilities. So let us then affirm, I choose my life as I accept my paradise. Together, I choose my life as I accept my paradise. He said to his mother, Woman, here is your son. Then he said to his disciple, Here is your mother. John chapter 19, verses 26 and 27. In this passage, 
Jesus speaks directly to his mother and to the disciple who is standing directly next to her, who is generally considered to be John, who represents love. We can understand from a human point of view that Jesus wants to be sure that his mother would be comforted and cared for after he is no longer physically present. Who better to do that than John, who always led with his heart? The next line in the scripture says, and from that hour, the disciple took her into his own home. By uniting the loving energy of his mother and that of his cherished disciple, Jesus ensures a wonderful vitality of love that will grow and flourish. This union is also important for another reason. Since Jesus's mother was present at the wedding in Cana, she is witness to the beginning and the end of his incarnate ministry. And John was at the Last Supper with all the disciples when Jesus commanded them to do works of love. Together, these two represent the continuity of Jesus's ministry from the incarnation to the future life of the community. We too can unite and radiate the harmonizing power of divine love for ourselves, others, and for the world. Let us then affirm to remember this word that Jesus spoke. I am a perfect expression of love ready to share with others. Together, I am a perfect expression of love ready to share with others.
My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Matthew chapter 27, verse 46, and Mark chapter 15, verse 34. At this point, Jesus uses a loud voice to call out words that are actually the first line from Psalms 22, a plea for deliverance from suffering and hostility. Although Jesus Christ doesn't go on to speak the rest, this psalm has 31 verses and seems to prophesy the crucifixion. It also turns from lamenting towards words that are uplifting and affirming, saying to praise the Lord and that I shall live for him. When we suffer, it's easy to focus our attention on our condition or situation. We may experience discomfort, if not outright agony, from physical and also emotional or mental pain. We may start to question. At the same time, we have the power to affirm the truth and turn our thoughts back to our Christ nature. In George Lambs' translation of Matthew's Gospel from Aramaic, he suggests that the same sounds Jesus Christ uttered could also mean, my God, my God, for this I was born. In other words, his crucifixion was his purpose, not to suffer, but to live. In the worst of circumstances, remember to praise, to forgive, and to use our God power for good. It is always our choice. Let us then affirm together in remembrance of Jesus Christ's words, I am born and reborn to fully express my life in this world. Together, I am born and reborn to fully express my life in this world. Oh my God, my God, how I love thee, how I love thee, how I love thee. Oh my God, my God, how I love thee, how I love thee, my God. In John chapter 9, verse 28, Jesus cries out, I am thirsty. Jesus has a need, and we are reminded of the fact that no matter what else,
Jesus was still human. He asked for a need to be met, and with that, it is met. One of his own executioners lifted up a sponge that had been soaked with vinegar and hyspice, a soothing thirst quencher. When we are in need, maybe even at our lowest point, if we ask in full faith, our request is met. Jesus' statement, I am thirsty, gave someone an opportunity to fulfill the request, an act of kindness in the midst of a mob. Someone reached deep into their heart to meet a need, to see a fellow human being in need, and to give, to serve, and to love. In all of our humanity, no matter how much it falls short, no matter how much we mess up and fall down, we always have the opportunity to give to another. Even with our human foibles, we can love, reach out, and give in reaching life to others. As we serve and give, we also see that we have a need. We have a thirst. It is a thirst for our own divine potential within and always available to us. According to Matthew chapter 5, verse 6, Jesus said, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Let us truly be thirsty today for our own potential to realize our divinity. Let us then affirm, I thirst for my own potential to realize my divinity. Together, I thirst for my own potential to realize my divinity. It is finished. John chapter 19, verse 30. With these words, Jesus is nearing the end of his physical existence. He realizes he has done all he can. He has completed the work he undertook, dedicating his life to teaching the divinity of humankind. In an earlier passage in the Gospel of John, Jesus talks about freely choosing to lay down his life. Though his physical life is ending, it is a necessary step in the triumphant declaration of the divinity. Jesus has completed his work in consciousness. From a Unity publication, we learn that we can truly express love toward all without regard to what the physical world seems to tell us. We are completing our work in consciousness. In other words, we are seeing beyond the outer appearance to the inner truth. We might persist in using only our human resources while ignoring our divinity. We may believe that we must do it all on our own through human might instead of aligning ourselves in the ultimate substance of divine mind. Charles Fillmore said, humankind has access to divine ideas and through prayer and meditation, one quickens and appropriates the substance of those ideas. When we choose our spiritual practices, we align our talents and gifts with the unlimited potentialities and possibilities. 
With Jesus Christ as our example and way shower, we can accept our humanity and claim our divinity, our own innate God potential. In this way, we are complete. Let us then affirm to remember the words that Jesus spoke, I am complete. Together, I am complete. Before we move on to the seventh and last words spoken by Jesus Christ, let us ourselves, let us give ourselves the gift of an opportunity to contribute to what we are doing and what we are about. As our ushers come around, you may, you may leave your tithe or love offering or place your hand over the basket to bless our contributions. For those online, we will post a link for you to make a donation or you may go to our website to do the same. In whatever way you choose to contribute, we are grateful as we bless our love offerings together. Divine love flowing through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. I am grateful.
Father, in your hands I commend my spirit. Luke chapter 23, verse 46. In these final words of Jesus, we are experiencing the conclusion of his life's purpose, a life as a human expressing his divinity. This final step of the creative process is the complete surrender to God. We've done the work, we put our limited intentions in place, and we disciplined ourselves with love and care. And now, it is time for us to let go. A final homecoming, a being at peace. Looking at the crucifixion of Jesus Christ through the lens of his last seven words, we begin to understand how it all applies to us right here and right now. We are learning to embrace the value of forgiveness, appreciating and accepting where we are at, the loving kindness expressed from us and to us, embracing even a darkness that we may still experience. We embrace our humanity as we thirst for spirit and we complete the work that ought to be done by us. And then we surrender. All in a brief moment of time. All with the intention to grow and expand, allowing the crucifixion to proceed, embracing the letting go of what no longer serves to conclude, so that then we can rest and resurrect ourselves anew. Will you speak with me the final words of Jesus Christ as you imagine to share his power as your own? I surrender myself to the goodness of all together. I surrender myself to the goodness of all. It's been a joy having you with us tonight. What a wonderful way to move into this Easter weekend. 
Our special Easter Sunday service begins at our usual time, 11 a.m., with an opportunity to pick up a coronation and affirmation, as this is tradition in our community. We will also, for the first time in a very long time, take communion together after we learn a little more about the symbolism and how it applies in our daily lives. After the Sunday service, we will have our Easter egg hunt in the Peace Garden with some light refreshments and snacks. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your evening and a peaceful Saturday. And until we're together again for our very special Easter Sunday service, good night. Thank you for listening to the Unity Fort Worth podcast. You just heard this week's message and meditation. For the live streams and more information, go to unityfortworth.org.